Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, where I read a different nonfiction book every week and I talk about it here on a podcast to help improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And then hopefully that information helps you improve those areas of your life as well. This podcast is a supplementary episode or a supplementary podcast to my main called Book Club with Caden Kelly. I do the same thing in that one. I do the conversation about 90 minutes, 16 to 90 minutes. Uh, this episode, this podcast is 15 minutes. Same same idea, 15 minutes, so that you can get a recap, refresher on the on episodes, or if that's all the time you have, then this is this should help you a little bit. If you like the conversation from this podcast or from this episode, go check out the other one or go read the book that I talk about. That's probably a better idea. But you can find the you can find links to Book Club with Caden Kelly on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com, or you can search Book Club with Caden Kelly on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. So, that being said, last week I read a book called I Didn't Do the Thing Today by Madeline Dore, D-O-R-E, I think that's how you pronounce it, Letting Go of Productivity Guilt. Um, I think she's Australian. I listened to the audiobook and she had an accent. I heard about this book from another podcast called The Art of Manliness. She was interviewed and they talked about this book and I saved it and I read it and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to tell you about the author. I have some notes on the book and we'll get through it all. Madeline Dore. This is from about the author in the book. Madeline Dore is a writer and interviewer exploring how we can broaden the definition of a day well spent. As a labor of love, Madeline spent years asking creative thinkers how they navigate their days on her popular blog, Extraordinary Routines, and podcast, Routines and Ruts. She now dabbles in various freelance projects and tries to hold things lightly. Did I mention the subtitle to the book? It's called Letting Go of Productivity Guilt. I, for one, have the personality type where I judge myself harshly when I screw up on something or if I uh, make goals and I don't do a thing or if I, you know, if I want to do something and I don't do it. I usually, I usually kick myself pretty hard over it. And I have a couple different thoughts and I go in a lot of depth on my other podcasts. But to keep things brief, I think life, life can be enjoyed in lots of different ways. But the bottom line is if you don't understand how you want to spend your days, how you spend your time, then it doesn't really matter whether you're super productive or not. Because if if life – if all you want out of life is to like, – like, let's say you like the idea behind this podcast where you want to be – you want to maximize your health, wealth, wisdom, and peace. Well, by doing a lot of the things that we talk about and learning these books, you're going you're gonna to improve those areas. But if all you want, and I use this, I use this example in the other podcast. If all you want out of life is to be an exceptional movie critic, then a lot of what we talk about doesn't really fucking matter because all you want to do is be a really good movie critic. Um, and then there's the other attitude. My philosophy is you can either be super well-rounded in your life, or you can be super specialized. And the trade-off, there's a tr- there's trade-offs for each. If you want to be super specialized or be exceptional at something or a pro, the best in the field at the thing, the smartest in the, about the thing, 
usually comes at a, the the trade off is not being well rounded. If you want to be the best uh, fucking movie critic, then you're not gonna you're probably not gonna be you're gonna s- sacrifice time at the gym reading other books. Uh, I guess a better example, honestly, is uh, someone that I talk a lot about. His name is Cameron Haynes. And David Goggins and Jocko Willink, they're they're shining examples of being specialized and disciplined. They're uh, uh, Cameron Haynes and David Goggins are ultra marathon runners, and Cameron Haynes is a bow hunter. But and that's he eats, sleeps, and breathes those things. And he's really Cameron Haynes. I'll just use his as an example. He only uses he only does the ultra marathons to be a better bow hunter. That's his that's his whole arc. That's all he wants is to be the best bow hunter. So and that the the trade off is he's never taken his family on a vacation. Um I'm I'm not saying that he's not a great father, but I'm sure I know that he's he talks about in his book he spends time away from his family all the time to bow hunt by himself, to take other excursions. He also says that in his book Endure that his lifestyle probably isn't conducive to living a long time and being healthy as he's as he's as he ages. But that's the trade off. You you trade off a lot of other things to be the best bow hunter, whereas the trade off for being really well rounded, where you have a you're really good at your job, you're really you're good with your family, you're an occasional bow hunter, you have lots of other hobbies, other passions. The trade off is you you won't be exceptional at any of those things. So that's the point. That's the that's the basic of it all. And I've spent too much time talking about that. I spend more time in my other podcasts. I'm gonna move on. So this book, this I guess technically this book can, applies to both attitudes, to both lines of thinking. However you spend your time, if you, because we're humans and we fuck up and we're not perfect, then we, uh, are we going to kick ourselves while we're down or are we going to continue, are we, are we going to be okay when we screw up or when we fall short? That's kind of the point of the book. Um, I pulled out my notes and... Uh, in part three, there's three parts to this book, and in part three, there's like a whole synopsis. I'll, I'll, re- I'll read you that really fast. She says, when we measure our day on how productive we are, we leave little space for generosity and kindness to others and to ourselves. Um, so the attitude is we, to change our attitude on productivity, to lighten productivity guilt when we don't accomplish what we set ourselves set out to do. Uh, and she does it brilliantly, I think. So because, you know, I'm doing this podcast brief and I've already spent too much time talking about other things, I'm going to go th- really hastily through each chapter, which is just a different aspect on how to approach our day differently, how to have a better, how to have different and not really healthier, but just have different um, perspective to our day, to our to our lifestyle, to when we succeed, to when we fall short, whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's basically the synopsis of the book. She says at the end of chapter one, after dozens of interviews and exploring productive people's routines, this book is quote, a mosaic reminder that the mess and muck look different for everyone of the days we stumble, but find something to appreciate all the same. Her own notes from those conversations, the moments of insight and words from this book or from other books, commencement speeches, films, and people that have helped her navigate the obstacle of productivity guilt and what's helped her let go. All right. So here are the different perspectives to each day to help us relieve ourselves of of productivity guilt 
and also to appreciate each day when we don't fulfill those things that we want, when we don't uh, do the thing, right? Chapter three is routine. Maybe I'll just list these really fast and talk about them. So there's like 12 of them. Um, The stumbles of the day, of each day. There's routine, wasting time, ambition, moderation, indecision, comparison, expectation, busyness, limitations, discipline, distraction, and perfection. That's a super, I mean, that's just outlining the chapter titles, honestly. If I could spend any more time talking about each, uh, routines, yeah, routines are hard to stick to, uh, so don't kick yourself, I'm going to, I'm going really briefly, they're hard to stick to, they're good to create, because they help you find out what you want, they help you do things um, to do, to, to accomplish what you want, but don't kick yourself too hard if you don't stick to your routine, routine too strictly, and one thing I'll say really quickly about that is, if you continually fall short in your routine, it's probably because you don't value the thing that you're doing. You don't value the outcome. You, like if you say, I want to write in my blog every day, but you don't write in your blog every day, it's prob- prob- if you miss it once or twice, maybe it's just because something else comes up. And that's what she says. Don't kick yourself too hard if something else comes up. But if you continually don't do it, it's probably because you don't value it that much. That's, that's routines. Wasting time. The bottom line is, if the times, uh, if you if you do quote unquote waste time doing something and you enjoyed it, it was it really a waste of time? The answer is probably not. If you don't do something because you do something else that you enjoy, it's not a waste of time. And don't get mad at yourself for not doing it. Chapter five is ambition. Uh, be micro ambitious rather than having lofty ambitions. Focus on focus on the doing of something rather than the recognition or reward. Chapter six, moderation. Um, The constant variance of imbalance is where meaning lies. There is no perfect balance. Yeah, sometimes we overindulge, sometimes we underindulge. There's no perfect balance. There's no perfect moderation. Enjoy whether you uh, overindulge or underindulge. Just enjoy it. Enjoy your fucking life. That's kind of the whole point of the book. Enjoy it anyway. Work hard. Understand your values. Work towards your values. But when you screw up or when you fall short, Enjoy the day anyway. Chapter seven is indecision. Uh, Mash Pajados in the live earlier today had a great point. Uh, he mentions Mark Manson, how the more choices that we have, usually the less satisfied we are with that decision. If we spend more time choosing a Netflix show to watch than we do the show, that like the length of the show, uh, we're usually going to be dissatisfied. She says, pick a decision. If it's, if it's uh, um, tedious... If it's a tedious decision or trivial, don't give it any more time than it deserves. But if it's critical or an important decision, then you, could, then you should spend time making decisions. Uh, chapter 8 is comparison. There's empty comparison versus enriching comparison. I talk about uh, there's you know, like social media usually promotes empty comparison. It's not productive and only makes, makes us feel bad. But there is such a thing as enriching comparison where, you know, and it's a biological trait. I don't have as much time to talk about that either. But enriching comparison helps. We can enjoy those senses of comparison. If you want to be a better golfer and you're in, a, you're in a group class and everyone else is better than you, enjoy learning from those people that are better than you. 
instead of emptily, emptily, that's not a word, instead of comparing yourself uh, just based on the thing. Expectation, expectations are, are really good to have as well for, uh, for, for an, uh, for like whatever, for, for just out of life, having hope. The problem usually lies in being attached to the outcome. If we expect our partner to clean the dishes, uh, but they don't clean the dishes, are we going to be, is it going to ruin our life, the quality of our day? Uh, she encourages us to have expectations, to have good expectations, but not to be attached by the outcome. Even if it goes well, even if she does do, your partner does do the dishes. Um, is your relationship based on your expectation if, if she does the dishes or not? Uh, that, again, that stems from your values. Chapter 10 is busyness. Rolf, Rolf Waldo Emerson has a quote on busyness, uh, how we wear it as a badge of honor. I couldn't find the quote earlier. If you know where it is, you, could, you should share it with me because I like the quote. Um, busyness, uh, the best way I could uh, summarize this chapter, busyness does not always equal productive and productive does not always equal worthwhile. I, for one, want to be as less as not busy as possible so I could spend my time doing what the things that I enjoy and want out of life, uh, but to each their own. Chapter 11 is limitations. Um, the note that I made out of this chapter is to know, it's, it, I, I talk about value hierarchy, knowing what you value, knowing what is more important than others, and then making decisions to bring to light the things that are most important to you. Chapter 12 is discipline. When it comes to discipline, uh, there's two sides of the coin. It's, impor it's important to prioritize joy over duty, but it's also to recognize it's also important to recognize that nothing is pleasant forever. So stick with your discipline, stick with the, the discipline through the uncomfortable times just as much as the, as the pleasant times. Uh, chapter 13 was distraction. Um, attention is the antidote to distraction. Instead of eliminating distractions, focus on protecting your attention. Everything out of our lives these days is trying to suck our attention. It's trying to distract us. A lot of us get caught up in the distraction, the distraction trap. And the antidote to that is to be aware, to have attention, to pay attention. Stop multitasking. Stop moving through life mindlessly. Pay attention. You can see what what is... You'll be able to discover what people are trying to take away from you and what is you know, sucking quality of life out of you, whatever. Uh, four, chapter 14 was perfection. Trying and failing. I got to put this on do not disturb. Wow. Trying and failing at something humbles us to ourselves. Uh, I have a perfectionist attitude or uh, you know, personality where I usually, it's hard for me to start and try new things because I want to be really good at things, at the thing right out of the gate. Um, it's more important to try something and fail and to learn from the failure than it is to never try the thing because you're afraid of the rejection or you're afraid of the failure. So that's, those are the, those are the, you know, the 13 or 12 things that she, she wants us to change about our perspective of our day. Part three, the end of the book she talks about kindness, curiosity, and enjoyment. Uh, to wrap it all up, though, she says, how we spend our days is how we spend, is how we learn how to spend our lives. If we're not aware, though, we're just going to move through life mindlessly. We must be aware of how we're spending our days, the things that we like, the things that we don't like, 
and then just make better decisions based off all that information. And then not to kick ourselves while we're down, not to be so hard on ourselves uh, when we fail to do the things that we value. Find joy and find meaning and purpose when we do something else. If you didn't go to the gym because you ended up spending time uh, just hanging out with your partner, that's a day. That's a morning or a day well spent. If you didn't go to, but or even if you didn't go to the gym because you just slept in, uh, consider it a day well spent because you you got extra sleep and you nourished your body in a different way. Like just like be easier on yourself. That's the point of the book. Um, the final quote I'll take from her from chapter seventeen. She says, "We cannot control how respected, accomplished, and desired we are, or what will become of our days." Or when an end will come to them. All we can do is enjoy the experience. Learn how to treat special things and resist conflating productivity with our worth. That's how we can get the good out of every bit of it. That is That concludes I Didn't Do the Thing Today by Madeline Dore. Letting go of productivity guilt. If you enjoyed this, go check out the longer podcast. Book Club with Caden Kelly, available on my blog or on spot. You can find the link on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com, or search Book Club with Caden Kelly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you know we will be doing this again next week. Have a good one.